All right, let's turn to Galatians 6, verse 1 to 10. Verse 1, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you may also, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the spirit from the spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. This is the word of the Lord. Why don't I open us up in a word of prayer. Um, Dear Lord God, Father, we thank you, uh, Lord, for this time right in the middle of the week, God, where we can just give you our hearts. Uh, We can just lay down the rest of our schedules and just kind of check our hearts midweek, Lord, to connect with you. Uh, Father, we pray, Lord, that your word today Uh, would give us life, would give us uh, wisdom and strength. And Father, we just thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I feel like I'm preaching to Christy because uh, the the staff and the interns, we kind of have been going through um, some exercises over the last uh, week or so. And this is one of the the verses, or we had a snippet of this uh, passage that kind of came up. Um, I guess one of the words that came up yesterday as we had like our staff meeting was accountability. And I, I really felt the Lord press that on, on my uh, heart when I found out last night <laughs> that I'll be sharing the word. Um, we will pray for P. Sam as well, who unfortunately can't, can't make it this morning. But um, accountability is, like a, is, a, is a word we all know as believers, but it's something that's quite difficult to do. It's a very sensitive, uh, that's kind of a sensitive thing where we want to speak into each other's lives and we want to pray for each other. And we do that, I think, really well. But accountability kind of spills over into some of those those tougher discussions, too. Uh, Verse one, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the spirit should restore that person gently. And. That first verse alone, uh, the first part of it, uh, how much of that do we actually do, right? How much of that do we actually feel like we can move in the spirit to do that? Um, We might actually be more uh, in line with moving with the spirit of fear, right? Scared to offend someone, um, also worried about what might happen next, worried about our relationships, worried about our friendships, and not wanting to kind of step in with the spirit to help gently, uh, you know, address certain things in in one another's lives. Um, And on the the other side too, as we receive accountability, uh, some of us also have our guards up and we feel like, who are you to tell me, right? Who are you to tell me this? And well, are you so perfect? You know, we have these, sometimes these thoughts or these reactions, but if we're moving in the spirit and receiving in the spirit, actually the messaging is just coming from God. It's just God's truth, his word right here that we read. 
that's what's happening. It's actually not the offense. It's not the judgment. It's not pointing the finger because we're actually all in this together. That's the whole purpose and point of God asking us to walk together in Christ, to be one body. The second part of the first uh, verse is also important as it says, but watch yourselves or you also may be tempted. Meaning, if we're not able to step into this spirit and move in the spirit um, and do the things God is asking us to do, then we can find ourselves actually on the wrong side as well, right? So you, you can imagine if you, you know, as an example, if you're dealing with someone who's like really, really angry and really, really upset about something and you try to deal with that in the flesh, you find yourself when you go home, you're also angry. Mm-hmm. You somehow have taken on the anger because you haven't been able to really help the person walk through or address the issue. On the, on the other side too is when we rush into these situations to you know help and save the day or give a word of encouragement, but we don't do that with prayer and we don't do that by getting ourselves spiritually ready, it's like walking into a war with no weapon, right? It's like you're showing up to the party but you're not prepared. And when you do that, sin itself can actually start to creep back on you if you're not ready. So there is like a preparation in this too. Um, Acting out of love and being gentle and moving with the spirit means we have to have 100% reliance on God. It's not something that we can just say, well, you know, physically with our eyes, we may see something that's bad, that's sinful, and we might want to engage right away. But if we're not careful on how we do that, and if we don't think about the, the repercussions of being unprepared, um, we can take on that sin ourselves. That can suddenly start to fill our hearts. And then our, our mindset changes where we're like getting into arguments or justifications or like, you know, like, you know what, like this person's sin, it's, you know, maybe it's not so bad. But the whole point was to speak life and truth into them. So we have to always catch ourselves too. What we're saying, how are we processing it? Are we processing it with the truth and the word and the love of God? Or do we start to rationalize things? Right? Well, if I was in their shoes, I'd also be like really, really upset. Maybe the case. But what we're talking about here is moving in the spirit, coming alongside someone, speaking life into them, carrying them. Verse 2, carry each other's burdens. And in this way, you, f- you will fulfill the law of Christ, the law of Christ being love one another. Carry each other's burdens. As we see one another struggle with things, um, do we go that extra mile to carry each other's burdens? We may feel things like, wow, it's really hard to pray for that. It's really hard to keep meeting this person because I don't see a change. I don't see a difference. It's like in one ear, out the other. Are we basing our effort on loving one another on results, right? I've met this person three times. This is it. I've hit my max, right? I'm not going to meet them a fourth time. God's challenging us this morning to say, you know, I've taught you love that's eternal. But somehow in your hearts, love has a cap. There's a limitation. And if we're not careful to fill ourselves and act out of love with the spirit, then we'll become depleted. But you'll wipe yourself out because there's only so much you can give on your own. But if we draw on the strength of God, we can also have this eternal 
flow of, you know, strength and wisdom and being able to replenish ourselves with God's love and God's word that we can go back and, you know, fight again for our brothers and sisters. Verse three, if anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then, uh, then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to, to someone else for each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. So it's like kind of talking about the other side of it too. When we're sitting on the other side, when we're the ones in need, when we're the ones caught up in sin, when we're the ones that are, are maybe going through a season that's, that's rough or we're stumbling, that we also have to keep ourselves accountable too, right? Um, the comparing themselves to, to one another is also a big one because we often want to say that what we have going on isn't so bad compared to this. Or even if we think about our own lives, it's like, oh, like, Last time I used to like, you know, scream and yell till 3 a.m. Now I only scream till midnight. Victory, right? But maybe, I mean, and, and that's okay. We're all a work in progress. But we have to, again, draw back on what God is trying to do in our hearts, right? Those kind of justifications get dangerous because our benchmark, it's just not aligned with God's will or God's heart for us or God's desire to transform us. It's lying upon what we think is okay or acceptable, which doesn't give you life. It's not gonna take you very far. Um, and verse six, I think too, when it talks about how those, when we, when we are to receive from someone, receive counsel, receive encouragement, receive truth, even though it might be a tough, tough talk, uh, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. And that's not always easy to do. Uh, that dialogue can be difficult. But I think it's something all of us need to continue to practice and continue to ask God for wisdom on how to do that. Um, we may look at our community and look at fellowship as like, let's just, do an, let's just do the things that are easy. Like, let's eat together. Let's pray and contend. But when it comes to sort of the difficult parts, we're like, well, that, that, that's a bit too much for me or that crosses the line. And I just want to stay here because I don't want to stir the pot, right? I don't want to lose what we have here. It's so good. It's so bonded. It's so united. It's actually going through these kinds of things that will make us grow stronger together, right? It's like you think about your best friend, the one that you're close to, the one that you can say anything to, you can call them out, right? You can call them out because you, out of love, want them to get better. And so as much as we tippy-toe and we might be walking on eggshells at times, if we're not able to discern and ask God, how do I address this with this person? Because I just love them. Versus being like judgmental and saying, ah, this like, you know, this, this person is just, you know, a knucklehead and ah, like they should change. I'm so annoyed by them and I just wish they would finally get over it. Now that, there's not a lot of love when we approach these situations. We need a lot of God God's wisdom and discernment as we engage in some of these conversations. And it might take time, you know? It might take a lot longer than we think. It might be real short. But as we step into those, we have to realize we play a huge part in people overcoming sin in their life and vice versa. The sins in our life, if you, you know, think back of, of, of ways that 
God has transformed you, I'm sure you can draw on a few examples or many where people around you helped you through it. Whether it was them just sharing simply their own struggles that then encouraged you to have the strength to say, you know what, I want to also overcome this too. There's a lot of ways that God speaks to us through one another, but if we're too scared to do that, if we're putting on a cap of being you know, self-righteous saying, well, I know better, right? I don't struggle with that sin, so then I have the right to kind of come into your life and tell you what's right or wrong. It's, it's also not the right way. You know, the only hat we should be wearing, as I mentioned on Sunday, is the hat of love, right? The hat of patience, the hat of understanding. And if we're not ready to do that, then that's also on us, right? We may also say things like, honestly, I can't handle, you know, meeting someone, you know, like I mentioned, more than a few times. Is it that other person's problem or is it our problem? Right? It could be someone dealing with an issue, but the fact that we're not willing to go the extra mile, is it because of that or because of us? You know, uh, I'm going to say it's because of us, right? It's, it, that's, that suddenly becomes a struggle that we have that we're now, um, you know, covering or putting a blanket over saying, well, look at that sin, right? We're just basically comparing But we also have struggles too when it comes to being there for one another. Keeping each other accountable takes a lot of effort, takes a lot of love, takes a lot of patience. But the only one who can lead us and teach us how to do that is God. No one else can can, can give us that. And we probably can also think back of times where we probably said things we shouldn't have said. Or we missed an opportunity to say something and things got worse, right? Maybe the, the, the spirit prompted you to reach out to this person and you're like, I don't know them so well. I haven't talked to this person for so long. I don't know if I really have so much closure on this other thing that happened five years ago. And so how am I really going to speak into them, right? You who live by the spirit should restore that person gently is what scripture tells us. You who live by the Spirit. By living by the Spirit, you'll be able to do those things. And the more you have faith in doing that, you'll start to see fruit bear in both your heart as well as in others. Verse 7, Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. And whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. The more we make sense of our relationships from a human perspective, the more destructive those relationships can be because it's skewed, right? Um, It can become transactional, right? Like, I did this for you, you did this for me, we're friends because we do this stuff for each other, but it's like, it should be just because we, we love one another because we're, we're one in Christ. It doesn't really matter if you've done something for me or not. I'm just stepping up to be a, a good brother or sister. I'm just stepping up to be, you know, God's, God's child. We're looking at things from an eternal perspective and we all want to be able to get there together safely, securely, filled with joy. And... If we're just doing that to get over a certain situation quickly, and I think we've all been there. I can, you know, 
admit that I've been there too. I just want the problem to be solved so this can all stop. The awkwardness, the time it takes, the energy it takes, the spiritual uh, you know, energy it takes where you feel so drained at times after doing it. But those are the feelings that you may feel as we're pursuing eternal life. It's not an easy walk, right? It's not an easy walk. It's not about self-preservation. It's about bringing on as many people onto the boat as we can to get to the destination. It, it takes work. Verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Let us not become weary in doing good. Sometimes doing good discourages us, right? If I pray for this person, I pray for this person, I pray for this person. No change left, nothing. It's getting worse. Why should I pray again? God, what is happening here? Right? Our prayers become shorter, become quicker. We no longer draw on scripture to pray. We're just like, I'm going to get this checklist prayer out of the way. I contended for this person and that's all I can do. When we say that's all I can do, we actually kind of take a jab at God because are we saying God's work is done in this person or in us? Is the transformation complete? Is our full understanding and depth of our hearts and love complete? That's basically what we're saying when we give up. And so being accountable is a tough thing, but if we don't get on the, uh, you know, get on the ship or get on the same page of understanding how critical spiritual and loving accountability is, some of us are going to slip through the cracks at times and we're not going to know how to catch each other. The thing is, is that because the enemy is constantly attacking, we're not going to know when it's our turn to be, you know, stumbled. We don't know when it's going to be us who desperately needs accountability and fellowship and, you know, brothers and sisters to come around us as we struggle. And so, yeah, if we're kind of on the other side saying, well, it's not me. I don't need all that. So I don't want to give it. How do we know? How do we know what's coming? Because God tells us that the path to eternity is hard. It's tough right? It's a narrow, narrow road. And if we're not all guiding one another and loving on one another, that path can seem like impossible. That path can start to feel doubtful, right? Often when we're dealing with these difficult situations, we, we more so, we start by questioning the person and maybe judging the person or thinking, oh my gosh, I don't know how this person's going to get through this. And then we start to question God too, right? Like we might even say things in our, in our, in our blindness. I don't think God's really going to help this person. They've screwed up too bad. I, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if like God really cares. Cause it's just like, this is such a horrible situation. The sin is so bad. If I was God, I, I don't know what I really you know, we say things like that sometimes, or we think things like that. That's where we have to check ourselves. Can't give up on doing what's good in the eyes and the heart of God. Doesn't matter what our benchmark of 
you know, judgment is, what we think our moral code is, we can only draw back on what God and the Spirit is leading us to do. So that's my message for today. It's on accountability. (laughs) A light message for this Wednesday. But, uh, but, uh, yeah, just as we, as we wind up, why don't we, um, go into a time of worship? It should convict us and stir us though, right? I mean, God's word is living. God's word is, is supposed to pierce us in our hearts. And as we go through scripture, it's like, if we glaze over and take nothing away, then we're not really open to being led by the Spirit. We're not really open to being led by God's Word. It's just like a, it's just like a thing, you know? It's like, oh, it's like just this Christian thing we're supposed to do. We're supposed to feel it. And so as we respond in worship, if there's anyone that comes to mind, if there's certain things that you're also dealing and struggling with and you feel like you could use some support and help, Cry out to the Lord this morning and ask him to surround you with brothers and sisters who can keep you accountable. Ask him for a heart, for a a heart that's open to receiving counsel, to receiving accountability as we journey together, as we continue to process and learn and receive wisdom, to be able to take leaps of faith into doing what's right, to be able to take leaps of faith into extending our ability to love one another. And uh, so let's, let's respond in worship.